everyone, and welcome back to Air Magique. I'm your host, Eric, and with me is my amazing co-host, Niels. Hello, everyone. Today, I'll be sharing my latest Disneyland Paris trip report, which includes the new Cars Road Trip attraction, Hotel New York, the Art of Marvel, and the new Disney Junior Dream Factory. Yeah! I have a mighty need to know all about it. But before we get to all that, I did want to mention that this month's Patreon exclusive show is all about Disneyland Paris on a budget. We're going to share our tips and tricks on how you can penny pinch at Disneyland Paris. You can check that out later this month, along with all of our other fabulous exclusive episodes on patreon.com slash And it all starts at just two euros. Thank you to everybody supporting Air Magique. It makes all the difference and yeah since this month has been a little bit busier for niels and myself <laughs> yes. we're going to record that a little bit later for you guys to give you that lovely air magic quality that you expect from us so <laughs> stay tuned for disneyland paris on a budget in park news fast pass has kicked the bucket and bob chapek tied the noose himself <laughs> <laughs> so yes that's right fast pass will not be returning to disneyland paris They've even started tearing out all the signage with little finesse, I should add. There were like cables hanging out of the gaping holes over at the Tower of Terror Fast Pass queue. It did not look so magical over there. Anyway, I think today they even just patched these up with the old signage again. I don't know what's going on there. So what's replacing FastPass? Well, it's called Premier Access. So taking a note from Shanghai Disneyland, which has been doing something similar for a while, Disney Premier Access is a paid service that gives you speedy access to some of Disneyland Paris' most popular attractions, thanks to a dedicated fast lane, <clears throat> so also known as uh, the X Fast Pass lane. <laughs> now, just like Fast Pass, which was available for free, Premier Access is an upsell. So, purchasing a Disney Premier Access will reduce your wait time, but does not guarantee immediate access. So, again, just as Fast Pass did. So, how do you even get Premier Access? Yeah. Well, if you're old school and you don't have a smartphone or Disney account, you can still purchase a Disney Premier Access at City Hall in the Disneyland Park or at studio services in the Walt Disney Studios Park. Most of us, though, will want to get that through the official Disneyland Paris app. Open up the official Disneyland Paris app and sign into your Disney account to, or I guess you have to create one if you don't have one yet. Then you can link your ticket, pass, or hotel package yep. to that account. And we would encourage everybody to do this before your visit to save some of that valuable Disney time. Exactly. Especially when you have to look up your hotel uh, reservation number or something like that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and who knows how long it's going to take to sync all that up. <laughs> so once you're in the Disney parks, you can choose an attraction and select the folks in your party that want to ride. Then you'll hopefully be offered a time slot if there are any available. After you've paid, head to the dedicated line of the attraction during your allocated time slot and present your QR codes in the My Disney Premier Access section of the app. How much is all this fun going to cost? Well, currently all we know is that it will cost between 8 to 15 euro per person per ride. The price will likely be adjusted according to park capacity, basically so. If the lines are really long, it's going to be more expensive. If they're really short, yeah. you're probably not going to be paying uh, 15 euro. Anyway. Exactly. Or maybe they just align it with uh, the peak season. So yes. summer is more expensive. Christmas is more expensive. Yeah. yeah something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Just like the hotel prices. Uh, actually. I'm also assuming that that is what they're going to do. So attractions that we know will definitely get premier access are... Big Thunder Mountain, no surprise there, Peter Pan's Flight, Ratatouille, Buzz Lightyear Laser Blast, Star Wars Hyperspace Mountain, Star Tours, 
the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, and surprisingly, Autopia, which is a new attraction yeah. that was not available as a Fast Pass attraction. So that's pretty exciting. <laughs> they likely added it when they did the major overhaul of the attraction last year when they added all that new lighting and the roads were all repaved. Now do I have to get back the money? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they must have added a dedicated uh, fast queue, I'm going to call it, since it's no longer fast pass. We also lost fast access to Indiana Jones Temple of Peril, which I don't really understand since there's a dedicated lane there anyways so okay mm. i guess to be fair wait times were never really that high but i don't know if it's there you might as well make some money off of it somebody's gonna pay that <laughs> <laughs> also phantom manor which was a sort of secret fast pass for vips like castle club guests is not listed on the official website speaking of vip access i wonder if the castle club and other high margin guests will continue getting some sort of unlimited premier access pass which would be pretty nice yeah. honestly i would very much like to see an unlimited version of the premier access pass that way you can really make use of your day and get through all the attractions in the parks as many times as you want which is a lot of fun so <laughs> i remember one time my husband and i got the unlimited fast pass and i think we rode big thunder mountain almost 40 times in a row and it was so worth it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's great now with the 8 to 15 yeah. europa ride to get to the price of how much the fast pass ultimate used to cost you can get in 13 rides now so that's not that attractive of a value proposition there no. now there are also several limitations you may buy a maximum of three premier access passes for each attraction per person per day so you can only get fast access to a favorite attraction like big thunder mountain three times per day which is kind of lame <laughs> <laughs> large parties are also limited to 12 premier access passes for one attraction and one time slot at a time if you're visiting with a group of more than 12 people you'll need to split up yeah. obviously there are a limited number of premier access passes available for each time slot so if it's a busy day they might all be booked up parents with children under three do not need a premier access to join the dedicated line which is nice but yeah so niels would you consider spending an extra eight to 15 euro for let's say big thunder mountain with a wait of 60 minutes but here let's quickly do the math here for a party of three that would be 24 euro on the low end or 45 euro on a busy day well i don't feel comfortable to pay extra when i already paid a lot <laughs> to access yeah. the park whether it's through a regular ticket a hotel package or uh, an annual pass but well, for Big Thunder, which is my favorite attraction, I could wait 60 minutes. Yeah. If it's like 120 minutes, I might consider the 24 euro if we didn't have a chance to, yeah. well, do Big Thunder at all during our visit. But 45 euros right. really is a no-go for me, I think. Yeah. For just one ride. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I'm wondering if we can get some annual pass reductions there or totally. <laughs> maybe a family or a group discount. As, well, when you're alone, then it's probably okay. But um, if you're with a bigger family, then uh, it's costing you a lot of extra money. So yeah, yeah. that would be great if there's some kind of <laughs> reduction then. I'm not a big fan of the pay-as-you-go fast access concept. 
I would prefer if they do introduce a paid service to keep it as it was before with the FastPass Ultimate that you just pay a one-time mm -hmm. fee of whatever, 130, 150 euro per person, and then you really get to make the most of your day. I thought that was a very good right. value proposition. 45 euro for yeah. on a busy day for three people and just one ride, it's not. And if you're charging an amount like that, like 130 euros, then well, it should also include some yeah. good seats uh, for the shows or uh, the parade something like that but that will be perfect yeah, totally. because then it's a total package that well will give you the vip feeling all day and make sure that you can do all the nice things yeah but still it's a lot of money <laughs> yes it is i don't think disneyland paris has released all of the information just quite yet i'm sure they're going to keep updating us in the next couple of weeks here and we'll I keep you guys so. posted on that as yep. well but yeah i'd love to see an unlimited version and it's going to be interesting to see how that affects the regular standby queue as well, since I don't think that many folks in Europe will be prepared to pay extra just to access a ride quickly. No. So I think that might have a sort of indirect positive effect on the regular standby queue since FastPass takes up to 50% of ride capacity at times. Mm -hmm. So if not that many folks are yeah. using that, we might see wait times in the regular queue go down just a bit. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a possibility. That's a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. And they also <laughs> have the free standby pass eh, for the, well, the busier uh, times. Exactly. That was something they introduced due to COVID, if I'm not mistaken, right? To spread yeah. everything out a bit, make sure yeah. people aren't standing too close together. Exactly. Yeah. So that's something that they can still use when needed. By the way, Eric, did you notice that Premiere Access is also used for Disney Plus? The paid pre-screening a service for new movies right. so it seems yeah to become a company-wide name for all let's say premium paid oh. features maybe yeah i know i had not noticed that but that is a wonderful observation yeah. so who knows where else we're gonna see this yeah <laughs> i'm not sure what the german name for a premier access is in disney plus is here in holland it's translated to uh, vip toegang so vip uh, access ah, okay but uh, the english name well matches the the new Disneyland Paris service. I'm going to check right now what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's called VIP Zugang. So VIP access. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah. the Dutch yeah, Zugang. But in English, it's a uh, premier access. Interesting. Yeah. I do like some naming consistency. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now just wondering if we will get the same kind of icon or logo in both Disney Plus and uh, Disneyland Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Train people to already to identify what that icon means. Yeah. If you see that icon, then you know that you have to pay, but you get something <laughs> extra. <laughs> That's funny. I just wanted to add a little tiny developing story here. So the French president, Manuel Macron, has announced that the mandatory use of a so-called health pass, which is a record of a vaccination or recent test, will be needed to access public spaces and events. And this does include Disneyland Paris. So this new measure will impact visits to Disneyland Paris starting July 21st. If you're planning a visit after that date, please make sure to check the official websites and see what exactly you need. I know UI, there are several COVID vaccination records available as apps that you can use nationally. I know Germany has their own app, which is the Corona app. That's just yeah. what it's called. And you have a certificate of vaccination in there. It's just a QR code that can be scanned. I don't know how the Netherlands is handling yeah. it, Niels. We have also uh, our own app and it's called uh, Corona Check. Corona Check. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And today it was all 
already confirmed that app will be uh, accepted in uh, in France. Oh, good to know. If you're listening yeah. from any European country that's currently working with its own app and the QR code system, it'll likely be accepted. But again, please just double check on that on the official sites. Okay. Yes. So, Niels, I'm so excited and eager to hear all about your latest visit. Let's get right into it. Yes. What does the Tarp Castle look and feel like in person? <laughs> well, it's better than seeing the scaffolding. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, it will look somewhat yeah, unrealistic from a few angles if you see it in real life. The good thing was that the blue air on the tarp was quite the same as the actual air on our Saturday. Yeah, you got lucky. <laughs> but, to be, yeah, but to be honest, I didn't feel the need to yeah, take a lot of pictures of me in front of the castle right. uh, or to take a lot of pictures of the castle at all. <laughs> While I usually do, I know that a lot of people well, actually love it and I see a lot of pictures coming by on Instagram of, uh, well, the tarped castle. But uh, yeah... I'm not really a fan of it. It wasn't inviting me to take pictures, actually. Right. But well, talking about the castle, the dragon's lair is currently closed, just as the Sleeping Beauty story walkthrough and the, and the balcony on the upper level. Oh, good to know. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that is also, well, a bit of a bummer. And right. you can also only walk straight through the castle, while most of the walls inside are covered with fences and some of the exits are blocked. So there's only one way out. Yeah. So the whole castle experience oh, isn't okay. Optimal. You have the two shops still there, those are open, but other than that, uh, there's not much to see or explore or photograph, in my opinion. Uh, at the right. Moment. Okay. So Disney can make its money through the shops at least. There. Yeah. <laughs> I do hope they're going to give the dragon downstairs some love. It'd be nice to see a freshly so. refurbished cave with all the effects working at their yeah, full capacity. Maybe some new, new lighting. lighting or, yeah, yeah, that'd be so cool. And speaking of refurbishments, yeah. Disneyland Paris has been refurbishing a lot during closure. Did you notice any specific improvements? I mean, besides the obvious <laughs> tarp castle, which I wouldn't call an improvement, <laughs> but did you have any favorites? Well, uh, the Disneyland Park looked fantastic as a whole. And also the Lake Disney entrance area of Newport Bay Club, uh, the hotel uh, and the whole boulevard oh, yeah. uh, around it. It looked amazing after redoing the whole tiling over there. Same goes for the Walt Disney Studios Park. The entrance area right behind uh, the turnstiles is also an area that got completely new tiling. So yeah, that looks really right. yeah. fancy and clean and <laughs> so nice. Yeah, so that's perfect. But I think Buzz Lightyear Laser Blast made most impression to me. The scenes look so bright again. All the interactive effects worked. I even saw some kind of dinosaur-like bird flying <laughs> after hitting a target in that baby alien section <laughs> uh, i think that's called planet c and i think i never saw that bird flying before so, uh, so cool. yeah, and, and it did it a lot of times so they definitely made a lot of improvements in there so uh, yeah that uh, that was the highlight and it was also an attraction that i really like and didn't do for a year, a year and a half. Uh, right. I'm not sure yeah. anymore, but uh, it's been an, uh, a long time. Too long. <laughs> <laughs> Too long. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad to hear that all the effects are working again. I think that's one of the 
biggest issues with Buzz Lightyear's laser blast was when you shoot something and it didn't react and it was always a bit of a did I hit it or is the effect (laughs) just not working so it's so nice it must feel so lovely to have everything respond properly yeah we also had really responsive guns and and, oh yeah uh, I remember that sometimes yeah you could have a gun that (laughs) well felt like not hitting anything right (laughs) (laughs) so uh, that worked out really well oh so cool Speaking of newly refurbished things, what do you think of the new Cars attraction now that you've experienced it in person? <laughs> well, first of all, there's a completely new boarding station, as you yes, know. Yes, gorgeous. Uh, you access uh, it uh, from the new path between RC Racer and the Blue Tunnel to uh, Ratatouille. So right next to that Blue Toy Story shop, actually, oh, okay. uh, there's the entrance. And that little shop usually was closed, right. but now it's a central location all of a sudden between Cars Road Trip, Toy Story Land and the passage to Ratatouille. So um, that was also open now. And what impressed me most actually, was not, maybe not an attraction, but <laughs> that new path to the attraction as it's so cool to walk on new grounds as that way to the boarding station is actually quite long, at least for studio park right. uh, standards. And it's also quite broad, wide. It feels really spacey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, that was really interesting uh, to walk there all of a sudden. And at first you spot the all new food cart in the shape of a, well, a red cars movie truck really well themed and complemented with a nice little terrace with big solid beach umbrellas it looked quite it looks uh, so cute. cute and cozy and uh, yeah and those tables are actually like the La Fashkerie cheese uh, boxes yeah. the round boxes with those triangle shaped <laughs> pieces of cheese in it that's really well, nice details I love the truck's little chef's yeah. hat it's so exactly, cute exactly yeah it looks really <laughs> good and it's themed so that's something that we were really missing in the studios and uh, it's a nice addition i didn't get anything from uh, the food truck but the food uh, offering is quite limited uh. it's uh, a croc monsieur named croc uh, mcqueen and a cup with uh, vegetables uh, with cheese (laughs) Uh, so both are well part of the new partnership with the bell cheese uh, company uh, that also owns uh, the la vachkiri the laughing cow uh, cheese so both have that cheese uh, in it, but well, yeah, well. it's already nice that we have something themed and an, well, an additional opportunity in the studio. So yeah, over to the boarding station. It looks pretty good, eh? especially the main entrance eh? with the nicely themed elements that we uh, already saw on the, on the pictures uh, back a while. Yeah. The rest of the waiting area is pretty uh, straightforward, just long lines <laughs> with a lot of fences now complemented yeah. by uh, plexiglass uh, screens. <laughs> It's quite a big area, uh, and I think it's even, well, far bigger than uh, the old Studio Tram Tour uh, queue area. So, uh, yeah, that's a good thing. And it's fully covered, too. So, yeah, at least uh, a lot of people can wait there while not uh, getting wet or uh, Oh, lovely. (laughs) (laughs) So that's that's something that I, uh, well, encourage. The trams are the same as we had before. They now have a sign uh, saying Cars Road Trip on the truck and some uh, American Route 66 style signs, but then mentioning the tram number. When we were there, there was only one tram running around. It it, it was always tram number three that I saw coming by. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was interesting as it's number three. So you would expect that there are more. (laughs) (laughs) How was the wait time when you were there? I think we had to wait about... 20, 25 minutes, something like that. Which for a new attraction is like nothing. Pretty acceptable, yeah. yeah. And I saw the wait times going 
up to I think 40 minutes okay Mm-hmm, you can mm-hmm. see it's above 40 minutes and the lowest wait time was just five minutes it was at the start of the day oh yeah. okay but then mm-hmm. i wasn't in the studio spark so <laughs> <laughs> otherwise i would have uh, take a little tour uh, right away so you mentioned there's a path that leads up to the traction that's pretty extended yeah is it a dead end like is all you get at the end yeah. that attraction you have to walk all the way back to get to the other yeah okay that's an issue yeah. in terms yeah. of park planning, at least at the moment. Maybe in the future, they'll be able to adjust yeah. that. Let's say the, the entrance of the attraction is situated on, well, some kind of square. Well, I think <laughs> as there is a whole area with fences around, but that's actually where they are creating the lake, I think, behind uh, those fences. So I guess in the future, there will be multiple ways out and, uh, well, a nice view from there and now just wooden fences with uh, nice uh, cars and billboards but yeah (laughs) it definitely feels a bit well not finished at the moment right yeah the reason i mentioned it's an issue is because in terms of crowd flow we've learned from the past in terms of theme park design that things that are in a dead end like let's say indiana jones and the temple of peril you don't they're less seen yeah yeah yeah, you get lower wait time is because people don't really go back there because they're like oh all that's back there is that one attraction (laughs) why bother basically And there's no real natural organic flow going on there. So I think we might see higher wait times when the lake is finished. I could also imagine currently the wait times being quite low, even if it's a busier day at the parks, just because people don't want to head all the way back there for that one car's ride that is maybe not the best ride in the park. That's a possibility. But still, the trams have quite a big capacity. So yeah, that's at least good for the whole park (laughs) (laughs) for other wait times as well. Yeah. But well, Disney replaced the content on the screens in the trams with Cars content, of course. And it's a simple but effective story of a road trip. And... Well, on those screens, we see Sally and Cruz, and they're basically our guides introducing what we're about to see. And there are some nice things to see along the way, like uh, road signs, uh, nice street lanterns, and especially several cars from the movie with some big props around. I love to see Mater's Eiffel Tower a recreation there, for instance. But all these scenes, they are static. <laughs> Only the eyes, the cars are moving a bit. Uh, and of course, you have the screens in the yeah. tram, <laughs> making a lot of noise, <laughs> making it more exciting. But yeah, it's nice, but it's not the best attraction indeed. And in between, we just see some nature-like scenes. Yeah. <laughs> just trees and, and grass. <laughs> <laughs> so it feels that there could be more. <laughs> Those so, have full motion range, Niels. Yeah, the trees exactly. waving in the wind. <laughs> Yeah, maybe they can add some real animals. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but the well, the main part of the attraction is of course the old uh, catastrophe canyon from the uh, studio tram tour, and it's still the same effects and the movement. But the fuel truck in there it gets on fire is now a blue Dynaco truck, and as it's not a film set with the behind the scenes anymore like in the past, they did their best to hide the sides of the canyon of the whole construction uh-huh. with some themed fences and some well grass-like green coverings i'm not sure what it was it was not the most realistic natural green by the way right overall i think this attraction is quite okay and now it's really part of the pixar right side of the studios right it fits in that area well it's just a pity that it's not connected with the other cars right (laughs) yeah and i think the road trip is well it's shorter 
uh, right, than the yeah. studio tram tour but it's more active it's more interesting for most people as it's cars in the end eh? it's a pixar movie that we all know and a lot of people especially kids or families with kids they really like cars and now they can relate to the whole thing while the old tram tour yeah contained a, well, a lot of sets and props and vehicles that most people didn't know and kids didn't like yeah that was an yeah, issue so for some movie fans it was maybe nice but for a lot of people it wasn't something that they could really relate to so they kept the best part the cool canyon and they made part of a family-friendly trip so i think it's good for the studios uh, well i said not the best right but it's good and also good for capacity reasons <laughs> capacity is important i did yeah. want to ask you did you get what the story was of the canyon Ooh. that section because i watched the youtube oh, video and yeah. it was all in french and i didn't really <laughs> i think <laughs> it was like let's rest here and they did a little chat with the the truck and then all of a sudden the earthquake happened and well we all know what then <laughs> happens but uh, <laughs> Uh, I think it was something like that. Like, let's rest here. So that's why they actually tell why the whole tram is stopping. As it's driving actually quite fast in the whole first section. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, yeah, it drives in there slowly and it stops. Interesting. I think they just made it like a rest moment during the world trip. Yeah. Yeah, So on the screens we had, I think Sally is speaking in French and the other character, I forgot her name, is speaking Cruz, is speaking in English. It was just that section was not really... Not clear to you, no. Yeah. Would you rewrite this more than once in a single day? Or do you think this is a once a day thing and Mm, move on? Yeah, I think once a day is good. Yeah, Uh, That's what it feels like to me too. (laughs) Yeah. If I was there alone, then maybe I would have done it two or three times. Right. But just because I want to see all the details, I want to catch the story and feel that I know the attraction inside out. (laughs) Yeah, totally. But from there on, it's nice to do. And uh, especially when the wait times are, uh, let's say, up to uh, 30 minutes. But one or two times is is enough. Maybe if you have a little kid that is an extreme Cars fan, then you have to do it all day. But... No, but for most people, it's okay to do it once a day. Let's move on from here to hotels. Yeah. What is it like staying on property specifically? I think you mentioned you stayed at the Newport Bay Club post-corona. Are there any differences or did it feel mostly the same? It's not completely post-corona, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) Let's say, let's rephrase that. Let's say after the reopening during these corona-ridden times. Yeah. Well, that's more accurate. Actually, it's quite the same as before. Well, just wear a face mask, keep distance in lines, uh, wash your hands with all the gel hand sanitizing stations that are everywhere. There are some routing instructions like from the lobby to the lake exit. One of the stairs is for people going up and one is for people going down now. Only issue there was that there was a huge waiting line for breakfast and that line already started upstairs in the lobby all the way down to the two restaurant entrances uh, downstairs (laughs) and that blocked the down direction (laughs) of the stairs so we had to take the stairs in the wrong direction uh, to get out (laughs) (laughs) so intimidating also but that's probably because everybody was like spread out right yeah maybe but yeah yeah, it was a huge line so i was happy that uh, we didn't book breakfast over there and took the advantage to uh, go to the parks and uh, yes, get out of there <laughs> get out of there and uh, have all those people still in the hotel while the park uh, was less uh, crowded uh, during the extra magic time 
catching an elevator in a hotel always could be an issue during uh, peak times, but uh, now even more as there's only one family allowed per elevator. Oh, really okay. annoying <laughs> if you stay on the <laughs> higher floors <laughs> and the elevator stops at every floor while no one is allowed to get in. That's with super you. frustrating. Yeah, and we were staying on the sixth floor. So when I was going down, in the peak time then <laughs> it stopped like four times and i had to say people stay out oh no would people try to get in anyway and most people not but there were some especially french okay. families that were trying to get in anybody yeah. got time for that <laughs> yeah. yeah so just try to block the doors with your suitcase if you're leaving or no. <laughs> at the reception uh, i was asked if we needed room cleaning so yeah you could get it and otherwise they skip it for now and oh, okay for clean towels you can just uh, call the reception and then they bring it to your room other than that, the hotel operated quite normal. There were character meets again with Mickey and Minnie for, well, distant uh, selfies. And they're all new exclusive captain outfits. Yeah, that's nice. Now, if you stay in a Disney hotel, you get something extra. Just like you have the Spider-Man meet and greet in the Marvel Hotel. The Newport Bay Club Hotel has uh, Mickey and Minnie in uh, their sea outfits. The shop was open and just like the bar and the restaurants, everything was open. The pool was open. I think in the restaurants, it was just the buffets that uh, were all tables served uh, now and any restaurant not just in the hotel but also in the parks mm -hmm. and in disney village required a registration and that's different and when you compare it to last year uh, after let's say the first uh, reopening right but we didn't eat in the in the newport restaurant so uh, didn't experience how it actually worked uh, with the buffet uh, now being uh, closed but registration in the restaurants uh, is also applicable uh, to fast food uh, restaurants so even if you just get in line to order something and then get out you have to re register so oh, okay uh, good to know if you're planning to go to this in paris uh, anytime soon be sure to download the french app i guess that's the same app that you need for the health pass that you uh, mentioned earlier so yeah, i think it's called two covid something like that uh -huh. and, but it's the official french government corona app okay. and uh, it has a qr scanner and if you scan the qr code of the venue that you are entering then uh, it's being registered and you will get uh, a notification if well other people entered that uh, venue recently and they uh, turned out to be uh, infected it's an extra precaution uh, taken nowadays and you have to register and if you don't have that app you can still scan another QR code uh, with the cast member and uh, fill out, I think, some kind of web form with the whole uh, personal details uh, registration ah, uh, okay. form. Mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. It's interesting. Every country has their own <laughs> little app there. So yeah, of yeah. course, it's in person in France. You have to get their app. Was it easy yeah. to use? Yeah, it was really easy to use. I already installed it uh, at home. So I can really recommend uh, to do that uh, before yeah. you travel. And if you have this app, it's a simple activation. I'm not sure what kind of personal details I had to fill in but it was not much it was pretty easy to set up it's also in english cool. so that's uh, making uh, life easier oh, wonderful and if you scan the qr code at the venue and usually a cast member is pointing it out or coming by in the line with the paper with the qr code and uh, forcing you to scan it <laughs> to make sure that everyone is doing it or well at least one family member has to do it oh, brilliant if okay. you have the app and it's all set up it's just a matter of seconds yeah so talking about the hotel we got a room with a nice side view on the lake side of the hotel entrance 
So we could see even a part of the lake itself while not being in some kind of premium room uh, where you pay extra for the lake uh, view. Oh, nice. So that was quite interesting. <laughs> it was on the sixth floor, so also a nice view. And it was close to the elevator. So uh, that, you uh, could see right into Chris, what's his face's room at the Hotel New York, the Art of Marvel here. <laughs> what's Hems? No, not Hemsworth. <laughs> what's the guy's name that plays no. Captain America? Oh, oh. Uh, I know what you, what you mean. Here's <laughs> to my joke not working yeah. because I can't remember the dude's name. Yeah. Chris Evans. Well. Oh. <laughs> so you can see right into Chris Evans' room from your oh, lovely yeah, sixth yeah. floor. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, well, at least that was like yeah. a bit of a positive yeah. side to the whole elevator yeah, exactly. issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to say there was some kind of annoying noise okay. during the, the evenings. And I'm not sure if that was the elevator that I could hear or... Well, something else that was no. riding by okay. in one of the corridors. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe room service or something yeah, like that. But it, yeah, this hotel is quite noisy somehow. You can hear quite a lot from the other rooms, the corridors, the elevators. It's beautiful, the whole hotel, but it's a 29-year-old hotel and that you can hear, I guess. Yeah, so yeah. the walls aren't so thick. No. You can hear some of them. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Especially... In mechanical things maybe like the elevator or things like room service carts riding <laughs> through the corridors that's stuff that you yeah. could really hear it's a bit of a bummer that yeah. you can hear that in a four star plus disney resort i mean at the santa fe you know it's one thing but mm -hmm. there mm. exactly yeah. no yeah and unfortunately we also couldn't cool it below 21 degrees uh, celsius okay and since this is a bit older hotel it also lacks power and usb sockets in the places where you actually want to have them these days yeah, so like next to your bed right. or well next to all beds all four <laughs> people have an iphone or an e-reader or something that yeah, they have yeah, all your gadgets exactly i think there's only one person that could use a power socket oh wow and then there's another power socket with a tv but well then you don't have the phone next to you well you want to use it yeah. during the night maybe or as an alarm clock or something like that uh, so yeah, yeah that's a bit of a bummer it's typically something that the older hotels have santa fe is exactly the same so bring your own yeah. power socket extender yeah here. <laughs> or your power pack something like that, so that yeah, that's really helpful like that. yeah. just wanted to add 21 degrees celsius for american listeners is 70 degrees fahrenheit just so yeah. you know neil's reference <laughs> Good there. thing. Yeah. yeah. So maybe the uh, Newport Bay Club will be up next for refurbishment once they finish with the Disneyland Hotel. We'll see. Yeah. And it was refurbished a couple of years ago and it looks fabulous, the whole hotel. But yeah, okay. it's, at least but that. I know that the Marvel Hotel, but also Hotel Cheyenne, they really got an upgrade with USB sockets and power sockets everywhere in the right places. So, yeah, so if that's something <laughs> that you like, then consider those <laughs> hotels. But well, overall, it's Newport Bay Club is a beautiful beautiful hotel the lovely nautical new england theme the mickey stairwheel shaped headboards are really nice the classic donald and mickey characters uh, on the wallpaper are also nice they're so cool actually the corridors they really feel like being on a cruise ship i really like this hotel but yeah there are some things that feel a little bit uh, <laughs> dated <laughs> <laughs> so Speaking of hotels and the new hotel, especially, yeah. I'm so excited to hear all about it. So you didn't stay there, but you got to visit, which is still amazing. What did the lobby of the new Hotel New York feel like in person? Any favorite design elements? <laughs> well, 
it looks very classy and definitely more spacey yeah. than, well, what I remembered from Hotel New York. I love the modern look and feel. It's totally different mm-hmm. uh, from any other Disney hotel uh, experience that you can have at Disneyland Paris. So it's really distinguishing. I love the black and the white art next to the and above the entrances, both exits of the lobby. I like that those actually go somewhere because I remember that we were concerned during the construction phase that that would just be an emergency exit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what it looked that, like at that, that point. Like, yeah, so yeah, exactly, I'm glad yeah. that they actually yeah. go somewhere. No. So one goes to the lake, one to the parking on the other side. Yeah, and the one on the lake side, well, brings you in a little extra, well, area that is built against the actual hotel building. So there's like a, well, a pre area (laughs) that you enter from the outside and then from there you enter the lobby so it feels more luxury more spacey nice and yeah it's really well done and in the lobby you have three iron man suits that are on display and yeah those are also real eye catchers and they look really detailed well they just look real (laughs) if you have a close look at them they're not like plastic or (laughs) that was something that i was a bit afraid of but they look really good so yeah it's it's an amazing lobby and it's yeah it feels modern classy and spacey Uh, that's the main impression that i had nice did you notice the music i remember we were thinking that it might be some sort of jazzy rendition or something of the original marvel tracks that we know and love from the movies or yeah what was it like well i'm not sure anymore about the lobby but in the bar and i think in the lobby it's the same but maybe a bit over volume uh, or more people <laughs> so less uh, <laughs> hearable but it was quite loungy and jazzy music but sometimes i recognized the marvel theme song so uh, yeah that's a really nice detail it's really hotel new york it's really new yorkish classy but still there's a little marvel touch uh, in there and that's uh, yeah that was really cool to hear those tunes without well Having the, let's say, the, the speed and the power in it that you recognize from the movies. So this was really the, yeah, the classic gallery version of the theme song. So that's really well done. Yeah. Oh, so cool. I'm so glad they adjusted the original tracks and recorded some new sounds there. That's so nice. Yeah, I was already looking for it online uh, because I really liked it, but uh, well, didn't find it uh, yet in a, in a good quality. Yeah, I'm sure they'll <laughs> appear in the future, though. We just have to be patient. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So how's the new gift shop? And well, did you get anything? That shop is actually quite small, like most mm-hmm. hotel shops. And it's still in the same place as the old New York shop now it mainly well sells marvel merchandise of course that that you can get also in the studios and disney village and other shops but there are some hotel exclusives like uh, pins the fresh hotel lobby uh, interior fragrance some nice piece of art like paintings and figurines uh, a really nice black panther mask Ooh, so cool and a, quite a big hammer of thor like uh, it's also like a little statue that you could uh, <laughs> put nicely uh, next to your tv on your uh, <laughs> in your living room but uh, well quite expensive as that mask and hammer were like 170 euros i think most of the Painted art was around 80 euros. Okay. Or actually copies, of course. Uh, I don't think they're hand-painted. Yeah, limited edition lithograph prints, <laughs> yeah. right? Or something like that. But they look yeah. nice, so uh, yeah. There was also a Golden Iron Man outfit figurine. And I think that was around 
120 125 euros yeah but it's yeah the more exclusive things that you can buy there are also the more pricey uh, ones oh, okay. we didn't mm-hmm. buy anything uh, this time <laughs> but uh, right well, maybe yeah. <laughs> i should have bought at least a pin <laughs> just to have something of this cool hotel as the thing to remember from that well, first couple of weeks that it opened but yeah i love 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 that you can buy the art and especially the hotel fragrance yeah. What would you say the hotel smells like? Is it comparable to the Disneyland Hotel fragrance or is no, it something completely no, different? It's completely different. Ah, okay. And to be really honest, I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> it's really good any, anymore, but I remember that it was really fresh and, yeah, and fresher okay. than in the Disneyland Hotel or in the old Hotel New York. Interesting. Okay. I can't yeah. wait to smell it in person. I think that's <laughs> one item from the gift shop I will get the next time. I so regret not having bought the Disneyland Hotel fragrance back when I had the chance. And now I'm just sitting here like, why did yeah. I spend that money? Anyway. Yeah. And maybe now they're refurbishing the Disneyland Hotel. So they might change the fragrance oh, no, as well. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but it's going to uh, smell like know. Cinderella's glass slipper. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Let's hope so, they uh, don't yeah, do that. Yeah, or it will be really sweet, like yeah, princess uh, fragrances that you can buy from the, <laughs> the toy shops for kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not classy enough, but I'm sure Disney will have something better. <laughs> so you mentioned some of the bars and the food yes. did you try any of the new drink and dining options at the hotel and if so where exactly are they located within the hotel especially the skyline bar uh, yeah. and so on it was so confusing yeah well <laughs> we couldn't get any dining reservations unfortunately okay. as it's quite popular at the moment yeah. uh, and i even see that it's well quite booked for the next months especially during the weekends but we were able to visit the skyline bar so cool and I think we only had to wait like 15 minutes. Oh, that's not bad at all. No, as I read stories of people waiting there for at least an hour oh. <laughs> in a long line through the whole lobby. But we were maybe a little bit early, so that probably helped. <laughs> but we were able to visit the Skyline Bar. We had to wait for 15 minutes, then register with the French anti-COVID app, right. sanitize our hands. That is something that the cast member is really looking after, <laughs> that everyone is doing that. And then the cast member got a seated. Every section in the bar, which isn't too big, by the way, has its own waiter or waitress. Oh. So it's really split up in sections. Nice. The bar itself is very central with the big screens behind it, simulating the the windows with the New York skyline. And we saw it turning dark when we were there. So lots of lights in the skyscraper buildings switched on, some off. Every now and then we were able to spot Spider-Man or Iron Man coming by. Even once we saw the, the Avenger spacecraft uh, landing on the headquarters platform that you could uh, spot. So uh, yeah, those are really nice touches. So was the view static or was there a... S- yeah. Yeah, okay. So the view is static. static yeah. Yeah. So it's really like you're sitting there watching outside and you see it changing from day to night if you're there in the right time and sometimes you see the the characters flying by and you've got these lovely high resolution displays that simulate it and okay it looks pretty realistic any sound effects like when iron man flies by or something like that Mm, or was it completely silent yeah Yeah. there was i think there was a sound effect yeah not 
too loud yeah and maybe you're not able to hear it when you're in the well the more back (laughs) area of the bar but we were sitting actually right in front of the bar (laughs) in some kind of leather low (laughs) seats so we could uh, spot it uh, really well so that was quite entertaining so cool Uh, yeah and well the bar looked very stylish and those well leather seats were quite comfortable as well oh, so nice. uh, there was no uh, <laughs> reason to rush <laughs> and i think uh, yeah the screens would have been more impressive when they were applied to the sides as well so now it's just behind oh, the bar okay. so i would have preferred well more immersive yeah, yeah. a closed environment light all around you and uh, yeah, to make it more totally. immersive indeed and especially now you, you can also look into the lobby and also into one of the corridors. Mm. So on two sides of the bar, you can look outside. And the lobby is pretty okay because that could be like a reception of an office on the 14th floor. <laughs> but that corridor, right. yeah, I'm not sure. It would have felt more being in an actual skyscraper if it was closed and there were more uh, screens uh, around. Yeah. Okay. But still, it's really nice and yeah. This bar is on the ground level, so it's directly connected to the to the lobby, and that's <laughs> making that's pretty funny. Yeah, funny and feeling a bit weird when you're entering and see um, <laughs> those screens, and it looks like you're <laughs> up high while you just entered from the ground floor. So you need a moment right. to <laughs> get into the well, the whole scenery and into the story uh, actually. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but still. It's really cool and uh, yeah, oh, sure to rock around a bit when you search for the restrooms, for instance. <laughs> there are so many nice materials and cool paintings uh, on those walls everywhere. So uh, yeah, don't just go to the lobby and the shop and the bar. Um, <laughs> just try to walk around a bit and uh, spot all these. Yeah, yeah, sneak off into those little yeah, hidden corners. Yeah, that's really nice. And yeah. And that music indeed is uh, really nice with the Avengers theme song. So yeah. Overall, really well done. Some points of improvement, but it's definitely one of the well, the best bar experiences uh, that you can have in these Paris. So, what did you drink? What did you uh, or did you eat anything? Also, do they no. serve some? Oh sl- yeah, okay. yeah. We <laughs> well, not a big meal, <laughs> just uh, uh, a set of macarons. Oh, nice! <laughs> it was a set of four. They all had some kind of uh, superhero icons on it, and they were really tasty. Uh, by the way. Crunchy on the outside, soft on the inside, but they were really small. (laughs) I think we had uh, pistachio, chocolate. There was a black one that was chocolate with caramel, I think, and apricot. Oh, lovely. I think so. It was quite a good mix, something for everyone. So that was nice to try. My wife had a cocktail, and my daughter and I both had a a different mocktail. And yeah, I had something fresh with mango and passion fruit, I believe, which was quite good. But on the other hand, it was not extremely special. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. my wife's cocktail, that was something with gin, it looked a bit purple. That was pretty good, I have to say. Also, I'm not (laughs) drinking uh, alcohol usually. I nipped a bit. It looked nice. The taste was good. So that was something, well, something interesting. And the glasses also looked really nice with uh, inscriptions of superhero icons. So yeah, it's just those little details that make it feel like a real Marvel hotel. So uh, yeah, it was nice. Yeah. And we 
just had those <laughs> four macarons and just one drink uh, each as i think that was already like 50 euros so uh, <laughs> so your wallet was like thank you for not yeah. ordering anything else <laughs> yeah a, a cocktail or a mocktail is around 16 euros and yeah so uh, it's it's not maybe extremely expensive for a hotel bar but yeah when you're doing this with the family it also ain't cheap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite an expense yeah. yeah so were you able to visit the selfie spot as a visitor slash non-hotel guest no, no. okay no. okay no no we tried mm. to after we uh, visited the bar we tried to get in but there was some kind of private event going on oh so they were also in front of the hotel you now have the nice grass uh, which is like a little <laughs> central park thing now but on that grass there were a lot of tables there were cars uh, i think it was renault the french car brand that was having its exclusive party over there oh. so their cars were there and there were a lot of uh, people in nice suits eating and drinking you know and, what and how dare they <laughs> <laughs> yeah the hotel just opened and we couldn't access that whole area <laughs> sorry no, about that. but i think those people then afterwards moved inside to the restaurant or they got the chance to do the superhero station activity so we asked but they said well it's a private party tonight come back tomorrow oh, okay and well we came back tomorrow but then it seemed that you have to stay in the marvel hotel and also have to make a reservation mm. so okay. there's no way to get in as cast members are protecting this area uh, with, with their life <laughs> so yeah th this grounds. is really an exclusive thing um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. yeah, if you stay there well you know yeah. that's good to know for any future visitors who might have thought they could get a yeah. quick selfie in there i think i saw online that when you're staying in the hotel you can access the reservation platform through the disneyland paris app maybe uh -huh. a week oh, okay. up front your stay already but you need to have a reservation a number that is connected to the uh, Marvel Hotel. And I'm not sure where it is in the app or that it will just appear then, but yeah, you need to make a reservation uh, through there. They really took some inspiration from these Instagram museums that have been popping up all yeah. over. So if you don't know what that is, it's basically a museum, quote unquote, you don't really learn anything, but it's just a bunch of cool sets to take some nice pictures in and to post on your grams or your social profiles. <laughs> so cool scenery. Yeah. physical special effects stuff that looks nice eye candy basically right this really is like disneyland paris's instagram museum <laughs> so you book it you get to take some <laughs> yeah. really cool photos and then you get out of there so <laughs> yeah interesting yeah. Okay. and currently it's the only way to meet spider-man ah okay so he's not in the parks at the moment yeah okay no. right because they're still building no. the maybe Avengers. yeah maybe that will change indeed with the avengers campus or maybe they just well, have like an exclusive character every day in the hotel that will not be in the park, I can imagine, to make it more interesting to stay at the, the Art of Marvel uh, hotel. Right. But, yeah. They're definitely <laughs> doing a good commercial thing here. <laughs> and I'm happy to see that they're improving the app and getting more digital. Yes, that's a good thing, definitely. As, as a whole, yeah. I even believe that you can open your hotel room with the app Ooh, when okay. you're staying in that's the Marvel cool. Hotel. So it's something exclusive to that hotel as well. So yeah. before we go, any other notable takeaways from your visit? <laughs> well, 
A couple, actually. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, uh, we're in the opening weekend of the Disney Junior Dream Factory show in the Walt Disney Studios that replaces the Disney Junior Live on Stage uh, show. Yes. I have to say that Disney did a great job there. The theater is beautiful. No more sitting on the floor, but a real bleachers. So nice. Raised theater rows of seats. No luxury chairs, but soft benches at least. And that stage, well, it looks really steampunk. There's so much little details to see. It's really nice. And the stage, yeah, looks are complemented by quality sound, a great, very colorful lighting plan, some really nice effects like soap bubbles. They even had, yeah, I think it was were so bubbles but those seem to be solid and then they turned into smoke oh so cool so you couldn't look through them and were really like yeah solid bubbles or balls coming at you (laughs) and then well it had some kind of smoky effect and yeah really nice and yeah it's such a step up compared to the old stage and yeah which was quite simplistic and boring i'm not sure if you ever been to that show but no i never did check that out but it was really a kiddie show and you had to sit on the floor yeah it was well really a stage and a decor looking like it (laughs) was you were still in the 90s (laughs) (laughs) so this is an enormous uh, step up the show itself was uh, nice especially for your younger kids that are into these Disney Junior uh, shows and recognize the characters and the and the songs. We get to see Mickey and Minnie together with a team of factory uh, technicians, and they together run the Dream Factory. And they want to show us how that factory works. But well, some ingredients run up, and they need help from various Disney Junior characters to well to fix that. So they have Timon from uh, the Lion Guard uh, series and the Lion King, of course. And they have uh, Fancy Nancy and they have uh, Vampirina. So yeah, even when you're not into these kitty series, the show looks fantastic and is definitely worth to see it. It's about 20 minutes in French and English. At least it was combined when we saw it. So yeah, I can recommend to go see it. I think this would have been such a perfect fit for what it sounds like with the steampunk and everything in Discoveryland Theater. Yeah. Now they just exactly. need to switch those two attractions places, put the Mickey's Filler yeah. Magic over in the Studios Park and put the yeah. Disney Junior would Show make over sense. in <laughs> yeah. Discoveryland yeah. and Disneyland Park. Yeah, that would be actually uh, a perfect one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The next well, notable takeaway was the Disneyland Paris app. The whole resort is getting more digital. Uh, Wi-Fi coverage is also getting better and better. A stronger Wi-Fi, I think, as well. Um, and I was able to see my hotel booking in the app after entering the reservation number. Yeah, that was new, but nice to have it all in one app to show to the cast member uh, at the reception. Uh, and uh, well, don't well, have to look for your paper reservation uh, stuff. I could also make a restaurant reservation uh, through the app for a next visit already. Uh, you can easily open that reservation, still cancel it, view the menu right away. So it's not really fancy <laughs> in the end, but it's easy to have everything in one place and it worked really smooth. And during our stay, we also made a, a very last minute reservation at the uh, Chicago uh, Steakhouse in Disney Village. 
and that worked really well. So I think 15 minutes before our reservation time was, uh, we, we made the reservation from the hotel in the app and then we just walked to the restaurant and we were able to uh, get seated. It was a really uh, smooth uh, experience. That's lovely. When we dined one day at Annette, also in Disney Village. We were asked to scan a QR code to open the menu on your phone. So we didn't get a paper a menu. Okay, hi Jean, I see you. But that was not the case in every restaurant. So it's not a consistent policy. Right, okay. When you have that Disneyland Paris app, then that QR code opened the menu from the app so that was also nice uh, and otherwise it will open it on the website uh, i think yeah, as a pdf or <laughs> at least that's how it used to be <laughs> i don't know if they updated yeah. that by now i don't think it was a pdf i think all the menus are now in proper html right. or at least nicely uh, in the app and it works uh, really smooth with some chapters like uh, starters and, uh, and main courses oh, nice. so you can easily get to well other sections in the menu yeah I didn't use it, but when in the parks, you can also use a chat function now through, uh, yeah, I think through uh, WhatsApp. So you can chat with a cast member for tips or help. So I guess that's the people in City Hall uh, that you're contacting then. So the WhatsApp icon appears in the Disneyland Paris app when you are in the parks and then you can, can use it. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, maybe some quick last notes. Hand gel was everywhere, <laughs> even on every table in the restaurants. Oh, that's uh, awesome. It used to be last year only at the entrances nice. with those automated sensor-based hand sanitizing stations. But now they also had a bottle of well hand sanitizing stuff on every table in every restaurant, whether it was fast food or more classy. Social distancing floor stickers were still everywhere and face masks uh, are still required from six years and up, indoor and outdoor. Even though France dropped the need to have uh, a face mask outside, in Disney it's still required uh, at the moment. So uh, that's uh, something uh, to uh, <laughs> be aware of. Yeah. Also new mm -hmm. selfie spots with characters and new magic shots in which characters are added digitally uh, by the PhotoPass team <laughs> were added uh, compared to my visit last year. We met uh, Rafiki from The Lion King and Adventureland. Also Chip and Dale in their well, Arabian Adventureland outfits. Uh, those uh, looked uh, really cute. We took a selfie with Eeyore on uh, uh, Central Plaza. There was actually no one lining up for Eeyore. <laughs> so it made him oh, even more sad. Uh, <laughs> we took a selfie with him to make his day. <laughs> no. So generous. Uh, and we had a magic. Yeah. We also uh, had a magic shot with uh, Kevin, that uh, big, colorful bird from uh, Up. So that was also a new uh, addition. Yeah. And there were far more photo opportunities available, uh, including uh, the onstage experiences uh, in the Mickey and the Magician sets with Marvel heroes in the studios, including uh, Loki and Star Wars characters in Videopolis on the stage, uh, for instance, uh, including Red Stormtroopers and, well, Boba Fett, characters that you usually don't see uh, in Disneyland Paris to take a picture with. So, well, just to mention a few of them, uh, but there are many, many photo opportunities uh, with uh, characters these days. And yeah, they organized it, uh, that really well. So uh, if you're into characters, this is the time uh, to oh, go. Nice. I had lunch at the beautiful Lucky Nugget Saloon one day. It was just a 50-minute wait, and a cast member was efficiently taking the, by the government required registrations, already in the line. So uh, that saved some time when you were inside. The saloon didn't have any entertainment at the moment, so that, uh, well, maybe was a pity, but 
it already was a pleasure to sit down for a moment, look around and enjoy yeah, some tender, tasty ribs with barbecue sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say that those ribs were pretty good. And my wife ordered uh, the fish and chips and my daughter had uh, some chicken and that also was uh, pretty good. Oh. So uh, it's still fast food, uh, but it's table served. You pay a bit more, but uh, it's a really nice looking location. It looks really stylish and uh, yeah, and it's table served. So they first bring your main course and your drinks and then uh, uh, when you're finished they bring your uh, dessert and then you uh, leave <laughs> <laughs> no but it's premium fast food uh, experience uh, I yeah think. yeah totally you pay up front and uh, uh, well and then you just enjoy what you ordered yeah. yeah then i would like to mention that disney added even more uh, plexiglass to the parks uh, compared to last year even <laughs> in some ride vehicles like uh, the star tours flight simulators and small world this unfortunately uh, takes away part of the experience. Yeah. But well, hey, yeah, I was already happy to be back and safety first, of course. But yeah, plexiglass in front of you when you're sitting in Star Tours or Small World, for instance, pretty high. So there's no way to look over it. I'm wearing glasses mm. <laughs> and that already gives a bit of reflection sometimes with uh, screen-based attractions like uh, Star Tours, especially uh, when you already have 3D goggles right. on top of your regular glasses. <laughs> and then you also have, well, a piece of plexiglass between the screen and, well, the 3D goggles and your regular glasses. It's a lot. <laughs> so Three layers. It's, <laughs> it's a lot and it's not the ideal experience, but this way they were able to use every row in the cabin. Each row was also splitted with plexiglass in two parts. So they could host, let's say, two parties, two families on one ah, row. Okay. That's how they did it. And <laughs> yeah, in boat rides like uh, Small World, uh, there was a plexiglass between every row to make sure that they could uh, fully fill up those boats as well. Some boarding areas also had special sections or yeah, some kind of cabins with plexiglass to separate groups while getting ready to uh, to board. So uh, that was the case at, at Star Tours, uh, for instance, but also at Small World, at uh, the Teacups, for instance. Uh, so they have like little cabins where they place families in. And then when it's time to board, then they call you one by one to enter your door or your line or your row in the vehicle. In Phantom Manor, you also get a number assigned. And those numbers are on the floor of the lobby. So every party got its own little area to stand safely and watch the introduction in the lobby. And then when entering the elevator, the stretching room, there were plastic glass cabins uh, created in that elevator with the same numbers on the floor. So everyone goes to that same number as they had uh, assigned to in the lobby. And you have your own private space <laughs> to watch well, the stretching uh, portraits. It's not an ideal view because everyone is pushed to the walls <laughs> and there's only one party that can stand in the center. And that's, uh, well, ironically, number 13. <laughs> <laughs> so they're in that dead center of the Lucky number in Phantom Man. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So expect a lot of extra plexiglass solutions uh, being implemented, even in Space Mountain or, well... Wherever you go, they're trying to separate people in a safe way and still, well, optimize uh, capacity. So, yeah, I think uh, 
That's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Niels, thank you so, so much for sharing. That was wonderful insights. I loved hearing about your trip. And it's really so interesting to see and hear about all the new things and all the adjustments that Disneyland Paris has been making. I love what you told us about the Hotel New York, The Art of Marvel. I think it sounds really fantastic. I can't wait to check it out myself yeah. and maybe try out some of those selfie spots. You have yes, to one day, I know, Eric. I know, I know. <laughs> it's definitely uh, on the to-do. Maybe this year we'll see yeah. and now i got vaccinated so it's uh, safer to travel yeah of course you can still get corona even though you're yeah, vaccinated true. but at least it's a little bit less of a risk so yeah fingers crossed <laughs> yeah fingers crossed meals where can people find you uh, people can find me uh, on uh, instagram at capturing disney parks or uh, visit my website capturing so much fun you guys be sure to follow air magique on twitter instagram and facebook for more neat disneyland paris content if you you enjoyed the show please leave a rating and review yes. on your favorite platform <laughs> it really makes a difference and helps new folks discover the show and if you do we might read it on a future episode now before we go i did want to thank some of our patrons and you can also get a shout out with the newport bay clip tier on patreon.com slash so thank you to anna from my dlb life jen simon josh jerry and tulips thank you so much yes, you guys thank you guys thank you so much for tuning in stay safe and have a wonderful Wonderful day. Bye bye. Bye bye.